It seems like half the country is overseas at the moment, but what are the chances that they'll make it home in one piece? I'm Aaron Young. We're going to find out. Now, from our headquarters at Ticker Park, this is Ticker Today. Wherever you are in the world, maybe other than Paris, it certainly feels empty right now. We have to watch out for each other as well because during this winter, COVID as well seems like everyone is out and about more than usual. But could that be more dangerous than you first think? Research from Finder shows that over a quarter of Australian travellers will run into trouble while they're overseas. To tell us more about this, the risks that we need to look after ourselves as well, we're joined by Gary Hunter now from Finder. Gary, so many people out and about too, that once-in-a-lifetime trip or that post-COVID trip, a huge amount of excitement, but also we might be letting our guard down. Yeah, so um, according to new finder research, around one in three Australians, that's equivalent to around 3.5 million people, suffered a travel mishap while abroad in the last uh, 12 months. Um, It probably doesn't come as much of a surprise that the biggest uh, disruption was travel delays. Um, Not sure about you, but um, I've experienced uh, one or two travel uh, <laughs> flight disruptions over the last um I love the idea uh, of one or two. Months. That's I bet that's uh, <laughs> pulling your punches there as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the the, the research shows it's uh, one in seven of endured travel delays. Um, when that came through, I, honestly, I, I was surprised at how low it is. Um, I thought it would be considerably higher. Um, and, uh, so a lot eight, of that is delays, right? So a lot of it is people um, being caught up in these delays because the airlines have really been struggling to get back to their mojo levels. Yeah, the airlines just, I don't think they were quite ready for the, the demand um, of us all being trapped in our houses for, for two odd years and ready to travel again. And uh, yeah, as I think everyone has experienced at some point or knows someone, there's been uh, flight disruptions and uh, delays, uh, spending a lot more time at uh, Sydney Airport personally um, <laughs> in, the, uh, in the bar just waiting on my, my <laughs> three-hour delayed flight. Yeah, and that's been a big part of it. But aside from the delays, what are the other sorts of issues people are facing? Um, well, the other one is, is related. It's uh, lost personal items. Um, per, uh, 8% uh, of Australians uh, uh, have, have lost uh, personal items. That, that includes uh, delayed or, or, or lost luggage. Um, I can also speak from experience in this one. That's happened to me. Um, yeah, that's a, the big one. Uh, the other one uh, that's slightly more disturbing is that um, 5% of Aussies were scammed while traveling overseas. Um, what does that which, look like? Uh, Talk to me about that. So what sort of scams are we talking about? Um, it can be anything from uh, your your uh, you losing your credit card details to to being pickpocketed. It's a fairly broad spectrum of things, um, and it, it depends on where you're traveling as well. Uh, the uh, Smart Traveler website's quite good for uh, before you go. You go in there and check and see if you know things like petty crimes, common or um, credit card swipes or that kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, you talk about the luggage. We've seen um, planes take off and leaving people's bags behind, uh, which hasn't been ideal. A lot of people uh, making purchases for air tags, trying to avoid that one as well. I had a personal experience not long ago in New York flying home on an airline, which was connecting to another airline that was part of a code share agreement. And as we're sitting on the plane, um, a baggage handler crashes into the side of the plane. Now, trying to explain that series of events to a machine uh, was 
fun, but if that wasn't good enough, by the time I finally got to my destination, my bags weren't there because obviously the baggage handler crashed into the plane. Um, it has turned into a nightmare for a lot of Australians. Yes, yeah, it's, it's less than ideal now, isn't it? I think the uh, having the tags is uh, reassuring, but um, it doesn't stop anything, your, your luggage from getting lost. <laughs> um, you know, yeah, you can be like, oh, great. I know where my luggage, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know where my luggage is. It's not where it's meant to be, but um, at least you have the comfort of knowing where it is. Yeah, really, if you're, if you're, if you're worried about um, it, particularly inconvenient when, like in your situation, maybe you're, you're flying, you're saying you're flying back to Australia or... Yeah, I was in uh, just, New York on yeah. the way back from JFK, meant to be going via yeah. Dallas, ended up uh, having to go via Los Angeles. And as I say, the bags ended up in Dallas while I was in Los Angeles. And I think that that is the, while airlines are scrambling to try and make things work for the passenger, everything that goes with it, like the bags, it's like a completely different world, a completely different system uh, that you're dealing with. It is, yeah, it's really, it's really inconvenient. And there. Uh, there's not a whole lot that you can do uh, aside from getting travel insurance where at least at the very least you can get to your destination and then once uh, your your luggage has been there's usually a 12 12 hour window if you've not got any luggage uh, you can start to buy essentials and at least then you've got things like you know um, yeah, warmer clothing or uh, just basic toiletries things like that and um, that it can reimburse you for and that reimbursement, yeah, is interesting. So they paid for the hotel, took a little while to convince them because obviously in a code share situation, uh, the difficulty is, is who's responsible? Is it the airline that was banged into or is it the airline that you originally booked the flight with? And it's that gray area that I think a lot of people have found themselves trapped in. Um, things that you need a human to decide, but quite often with call centers that have been overflowing with, with people, we've heard terrible experiences where some people have been waiting like 20 hours hours to get through to a call center there's really no way through is there no that's it particularly my um I, i'm i there's nothing i hate more than than being on i don't think anyone enjoys it sitting on a call for four or five hours only to like be told that there's nothing that you can they can do about it so personally i just get travel insurance and uh, that's that's where i, I i'll i'll uh, they're typically quicker than traveling to organize things with the the, the airline um, at the minute in particular. Yeah, well, talk to us about, let's talk about travel insurance, right? Because that's obviously the thing that will help if you're in these situations or will it? Because a lot of people rely on the credit card travel insurance and that's one of the reasons they may have got the credit card only to work out. It only covers part of it or the person who booked it, not their travel companion as well. Um, talk to us about some of the travel insurance issues out there. Yeah, look, tra travel insurance through your credit card can be great, right? It's, it's really convenient. It means you're not having to fork out for a policy. But um, as um, a lot, lot of people have found out, the, 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 there's often limits on how much uh, you can claim. So say, for instance, delayed or, or lost luggage, um, typically, uh, with the travel insurance and your credit card, those limits are, are, are a lot lower. Um, and there's sometimes other conditions attached. So for instance, um, if it's within, uh, you need to have lost them, um, had lost luggage for, for up to 48 hours or something like that. And then um, by that point, really, you, you 
you're gonna need you're gonna need some essentials to get by, right? Um, <laughs> Otherwise, no one's so, gonna uh, hang out with yeah. you, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Particularly in Australia, like it's it's too warm here. So when we go overseas, we're all we need we need we need we need to wrap up and put on tons of layers. So yeah. Well, you know, you're speaking as a Sydney sider, us in Melbourne, we're, we're totally fine with the cool down. <laughs> yeah, here, that's of course. true. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's but when we talk about, so when, yeah, so when you talk about um, the situation with travel insurance companies, you want to make sure you read the fine print before you go, because obviously it feels like, yeah, got to have it. I'll look for the cheapest deal. Um, what do we need to be looking for? Yeah. Um, it's a, uh, the, the, the cheaper options are sometimes not exactly what you're looking for because if you're traveling overseas, the a lot of cheap policies are medical only. So that's great if you know you're going to the US or something like that, where medical costs are extremely expensive if something goes wrong. But look, the research is showing that uh, only it's three percent of people, whilst that's still an alarming amount of 3% of people ended up in hospital. Um, and it's not that common. Your common things are the, the, the delays and the lost luggage. Um, and those cheaper policies don't always cover them. Yeah. All right. So you're We're better speaking. to look at, yeah. All right. We're speaking with Gary Hunter from Finder. When we come back, we're going to keep talking about some of those big issues to do with travel and what to look out for. Stay with us. Mm -hmm. 